Hello everybody, this is Kevin with Podcasts for Me. It's the intro of my new podcast. By new, I mean my first podcast. I don't really have a good microphone nowadays. I figured I'd just try to do it on my phone. Because, you know, as the podcast uh, progresses, maybe I'll, I'll get better equipment. Yeah? So I figured I'd make a podcast for, you know, putting my thoughts out there, how I feel about things and what I like to do. And, you know, I like reading the news every once in a while. So it's a podcast about news and uh, not news in per se, just my thoughts on little headlines I read here and there and freaking perusing the web. Internet used to be called the World Wide Web. I'm also a nerd, so I might talk about some Star Trek or any some nerd kind of TV show or pop culture reference. You know, like what's in the end right now, October 2017. You got Trump celebrates Jing Jinping extraordinary elevation. But does he know what it means? I don't even know what that means. What else are we going to talk about? We're just about life. Lots of life lessons and things and thoughts and processes. And uh, that's about it. You know, that's Sarah Huckabee. That lady looks like an uh, SNL uh, person who's on, uh, like, just doing a skit, but she's, she's a real person. You know, there's a lot of bad things in the news as you, as you go through them. And it's always the same thing. I've said this on multiple of my, I like did test podcasts here and there, trying to figure out who would work. Uh, it's a constant thing of mine is talking about how the news just has like the most hellacious things. Like, I don't want to be down or read any of these headlines or give it any merit, but it's usually like people dying or worse. It's little kids, always little kids, but they get a lot of clicks with that. So I made this, I, I was thinking of making a podcast for a lot while now because I listen to a lot of podcasts and such, you know, I listen to a lot of Star Trek podcasts, if anything. But also, you know, like, I like that Kevin Smith guy and I, li- I listen to that Brian Schwab dude from the Big Brown Breakdown. So like, I mean, I, I listen to a lot of like podcasts I like. I like, I like comedy. Comedy's a big thing for me. Am I funny? I don't know. We'll see. So I was thinking the title should be Podcast for Me because I made the podcast for me. But it could be for you too. So you can think of it as a podcast for me but for you. That'd be cool, right? Right. Body of missing teacher found after husband kills himself. Oh, that was intense. I I, I didn't know what I was reading until I read it. So that's that's an intense headline. I'm trying to find something like happy and cheery in the news, but I'm not really Kellogg's designing corn fox positive not racist. What? Kellogg's is redesigning corn pop corn pops box so they're not racist. Well, you know I gotta click on that. And they're reworking the art because there's an allegation of racism. Uh, some guy with Twitter, hate, he says, 
Hey Kellogg's, why is literally the only brown corn pop on the whole cereal box the janitor? This is teaching kids racism. Is it? <laughs> so, all right, all right. Let me get, let me break this down, to you guys. All right, so you got you got corn <laughs> corn pops. All right, and on the box they got a picture, a little kick uh, picture of uh, of uh, a bunch of like you know the corn pops are like little yellow corn kernel looking things, but they're you know sugary puffs. And there, it looks to be like a, yeah, it looks like they're, you know, in a mall doing things as little people corn pops. And this Twitter dude zoomed in on the janitor. And the janitor seems to be a brown corn pop. Huh. You know, at first I thought this was just some, some Twitter rage from Saladin Almed. But I have to say, um, man, what were they thinking? I would have never noticed that. You have to be very sensitive to notice these kinds of things. You know, you're always looking for something to hate on. And this guy is hating on some corn pops. And yeah, that janitor corn pop is really brown. Compared to the other corn pops. Huh. That's crazy. You know, in retrospect though... When I think back on janitors, especially at schools and malls, not many white guys. But then again, it's a corn pop. So what, 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 are, we, what are we talking about here? I mean, uh, I guess, I mean, yeah. All the, the status quo of the corn pop is yellow. And then you got that brown guy. Man, tra transcended there. But you know, when you go around, I want you all to just look around. Look at the janitors. Is there, is there something merit to that, you know? Like, is it, like, something they didn't even think about? They were like, you know, that's the norm, really. Yeah, like, like if you go around, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do it myself, but if I go around, I, I have actually Mexican janitors. They're brown. But I'm in San Diego, so what's that, you know? Like, I want everyone around the world with janitors to check out them colors see if they're they're brown maybe there's there, there's something to it maybe maybe that is a thing and then you have the one white guy he just couldn't make he couldn't get it right and he's a janitor you know don't janitors make a lot of money though i guess not they don't look like they do but if you're a janitor at google you make a lot of money but they probably have robots man dude that's rough i laughed at this article at the same time i would have never thought of that I wonder what the artist was thinking when he made that. Was he like, you know what? I'm just going to color this one a little darker because this corn pop is Mexican. Man, that's intense, man. Why would you do that? Oh. It's weird, too, because uh, Ahmed doesn't sound very Mexican-y. And he is, uh, if it's race, no racist. I'm just saying, it's not Mexican-y. Ahmed sounds kind of, I don't know, Muslim-ish, you know? And he's he's fighting for that brown man. Is there a lot of Muslims that are janitors? I, I don't. I don't. Usually Mexicans, but I, I live in San Diego. What can I say? They, they pretty much do everything. <laughs> that was intense, though. That was intense. I'm scared. I'm scared. Should have brought that up. Maybe people are gonna hate me. Oh, but if you want to hate on me, 
I have an email account I made for this. It's uh, uh, podcastforme at gmail.com. And I have a PayPal account if you want to donate. Wait, wait, wait. This is emails. Let's start with emails. I'll read your emails online or on this podcast, and we'll go from there. If you want to give me compliments, that'd be great, too. But if you want to uh, um, give me criticism, I'm cool with that, too. But if you're just out there just to hate, I might read it just for funsies. Van Carson on critics. People are so stupid. <laughs> now, Van Carson says on his critics, people are stupid. Now, that's a thing, right? I'm not stupid. You're stupid. That's intense. Even if it was true, man, you got to come up with a better, uh, better comeback player. You got to say something like... Critics don't understand things as well as I do, or something like that. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe that's a little bit of a pretentious to say. Five teens accused of throwing rocks from overpass face murder charges, charges and man's death. Yeah, throwing stuff at cars, especially rocks. They know what they're doing. Man dies, flesh-eating bacteria, more sadness. Woman arrested after she crashes wedding, throws drink at boyfriend, and punches woman he was kissing. Huh. Well, I mean, if you gotta do it, you gotta do what you gotta do. Was she drunk? Was she just like threw a drink over her boyfriend? And punched a woman. Man, that's intense. That's some Jerry Springer nonsense. Yeah. So, not much in the news. Let's see if there's any funny news to be talked about. Do we even have anything like that? Let's see any science. I'm a big science nerd. I like science. Sciences working toward a reverse kind of gene any editing. Toward reversible kind of gene editing. That's a cool thing, gene editing. That might probably be the next war. Bunch of geneticists making a superior race, and then you have to, like, they think they're better, so they have to fight you, and you got to fight them. I mean, that's going to be intense. It's like Star Trek right there. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's it for news. There's not, there's not much in the news to to really riff about, you know. So, I was wondering, what are your thoughts about this podcast and how I'm doing so far, you know? just kind of riffing off of uh, boring news and there's not much to that I wonder if I can get in this mess talking about some random thing I like playing Destiny I haven't played in a long time because it actually is kind of boring now you know you, you, you play it's a game in which you shoot other people or shoot other monsters and stuff and you level up to a point where you're searching for things that make you stronger 
and that and that's pretty much it it's like a kind of an rpg kind of not i don't know you get to a certain point where you're just kind of hunting for armor and staying exactly where you're at you know without actually going anywhere and uh that's most of the game and it becomes a bit of a grind because all you're doing is this like uh repeating the same thing over and over and over getting the same thing now i wonder if that's a if that's if that's actually good to do you know like because if you played say for instance back in the day when fighting games were fun you would play like street fighter and you would just constantly be fighting over and over and over and that's pretty much repetition but it was fun you were trying to hone a skill in this game you're i guess you're trying to hone a skill in shooting but i don't know it doesn't feel the same or maybe maybe as a gamer we're kind of evolving you know where where we don't want to play the same kinds of things because okay for instance you had your street fighter and they got all these iterations and they got the street fighter 5 and i even bought it and played it but then i got super bored and that was about it really i got more bored of that game real quick it took me like a day or two i found it that i was doing the same thing over and over and over and i didn't really like it so i so i traded it out got something else i think a ufc game maybe i don't know that's fun i don't know why that's more fun maybe it's the character creation or something like that then they got the Tekken 7. Now, Tekken is my all-time favorite fighting game. They got what, what do they got now? Tekken 7? I played the hell out of that game. And uh, I played with my friends, and that's about it. Like, in one day, playing with my friends, and that was it. Never again. I don't even play that game anymore. I haven't. I've been waiting for it for years, but nope. Maybe it's a seasonal thing. Maybe, maybe I have to be in the mood for it. Maybe that's just the way things are, you know? Like, you gotta get in the mood to play certain things and then go from there. Like, when I'm in the mood to play some XCOM or something. That's cool. I, I like playing that strategy game. Game where you're fighting aliens and you have to improve your base, which is a flying ship. XCOM 2, in particular. And uh, you have to, like, strategize and, you know, level up. That's pretty fun. I'm, a, I'm into that hard. I play that Civilization 5, or 6, actually. 5 and 6. I kind of swap between the two. Because it's the same thing, really. Discover the wheel. Move forward. Discover a gun. Go into space. Game over. <laughs> and that's it for, like, gaming, really. I mean... I, I don't want to bore everyone with video games. But, I mean, that's my thing. That's my jam. I love playing me some video games. You know, you, you can't get enough of it. <laughs> I eat up so much time, though. It's so harder. It's so hard as you get older to play video games. You don't have much time. Like, I got I got a kid. I got a wife. You know, you got to spend time with the kid. You got to spend time with the wife. You got to spend time with the family it's, in, in general. And you got work. Now, well, maybe I should talk about what I do. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a X-ray MA. Now, I've done several test podcasts explaining this in detail, so it's kind of like, do I want to keep going in this direction, explaining it over and over and over if I re-release it? Yes, I do. So as an x-ray tech, I'm a limited x-ray tech, and what that means is I x-ray people, but I don't x-ray their skull, and I don't x-ray their stomach. Um, that's pretty much, for all intents and purposes, the, le 
logistics of what I do. Uh, I, I, it's x-ray, body parts. And then also check in patients. I'm like, hey, man, I'm a medical assistant. Let's step on this scale. Give me that arm so I can do that blood pressure. What are you here for? Cough? Shut your face. Smack them. And then um, that's it. And then, like, if the, if the doctor or the physician assistant asks for, like, a, an injection, hey, this guy has a cough or an allergic reaction, give him some Solimedrol, which is like a steroid. I go give him that shot. A lot of paperwork. Or say uh, somebody wants to take drugs. I mean, uh, get prescribed drugs. Uh, opiate crisis. Oh, do do do. Uh, Trump to declare opiate crisis and public health emergency. Anyway, speaking of opiate crisis, the doctor says, "Hey, man, give this guy some oxycontins. You know, he wants ten hundred of them." I'm like, "Oh, okay. Well, his insurance is gonna cover that because that's ridiculous." Well, then you have to do this thing where you have to talk to the insurance. They call it a prior auth. And you have to like fill up a paperwork saying why this patient needs a million Oxycontins or whatever. You know, and then they uh, they get that med and then they, what do they do? They, they the insurance usually grants it, you know, and they get it and they, they, they take them drugs, man. They're like, Hey man, I need it. I've con I have convinced myself that fibromyalgia is the drug I or the disease I have and this is this is it. There's no going back. I know I'm 300 pounds and I'm out of shape and I don't eat right and I don't exercise. Nah, man, because if I exercise, I'll hurt more. I need more opiates. You know, I mean, you get in this petrol cycle. But, I mean, that's just an individual. Who knows? That's not a group of people, even though maybe it's an opiate crisis, a public emergency. I don't know. I don't know. These things, I don't know. But, uh, yeah, I mean, that's, that's pretty much what I do. A lot of paperwork with everything I do, too. Just used to be you checked in a patient and they just left. And that was it. And that's a bit of a grind. You got that. You do that 40-hour week and then got the hour drive back home. And then you got to, like, hang with the kid, teach him with a read or whatever, depending on what time of the night I came in. Or the wife would do it. She takes over. She works, too. She's a chemist. She's awesome. Scientist. That's actual title. I mean, I always thought of a scientist as like, just I don't know, man. It, I always thought it was a thing, you know, where you're just like president or governor or something like that. Something that's not real. <laughs> well, actually, those are real, aren't they? Yeah. <laughs> you know, cool thing about scientists is they know a lot. Shitty thing about scientists is they know a lot. So it's a, it's a catch point too. 10 million to expose Corey Feldman wants 10 million dollars to expose alleged pedophiles in Hollywood hmm that's intense because I see in him the attention hog but at the same time there's validity to what he's saying I mean in one instance he's trying to get powerful people in Hollywood who have way more money than 10 million dollars and on another hand, he is an attention hog, so maybe he just wants that money to do a lot of partying and everything. I mean, damn, that's tough. That's a tough call. Man, I mean, like, he is almost like, I mean, if he does it right, he's a good guy. But if he does it wrong and pretends to be doing it right and everyone's fooled, then that's pretty terrible. That's a risk. Ten million dollars, huh? But the people he's going for are way more rich than that. 
I bet people are all shitting on him for that one. Yeah, man, you gotta take down them pedophiles. They're no good. They're no good for society. Not at all. Now that, that is a, a gene that should be spliced out of us. I don't, I don't see anything in which, you know, you need to do some things with some kids, man. I, let's move on to, like, happier thoughts. Huh? So, scientists with the scientist, I, X-ray, M-A. And that is what I do. You know, the thing about a podcast I didn't think I would have trouble with is finding things to talk about. Because I did this like twice over and I was able to push out an hour. But this time around, I'm like trying hard to come up with something to talk to. But now I have more resources. I got, I got, I got my internet open. Uh, I'm perusing as hard as I can. I mean... Maybe I should review something right quick and then I can burn up some time doing that. But do you really want to listen to a podcast in which I'm trying to just burn time? I thought this would be a good thing if I we were just discussing things, you know? Discussing things and bringing things up and, you know, I don't know, uh, coming up with the truth of things, you know? Stranger, Stranger Days, Stranger, Stranger Things is coming out soon. That's going to be cool. Uh, I love that show. I wish those kids were my friends, you know. <laughs> They're so cool playing their Dungeons and Dragons. Uh, they got a really good bond, you know. They, they, they uh, play the Dungeons and Dragons, which is an intense game because they're just like coming up with stuff on the fly. So as I understand it is you got your characters and um, that's about it. And then you got your game master and he's the one who's dictating what you're doing and you're just rolling dice accordingly. So for instance, you're like, I have an elf and he goes forward and then you got your dungeon master and he's the one who's like making sure where you're going is where you're going. And he's like, okay, roll the dice. Oh, you roll the five, five, you move five hexes or whatever. And you found a dragon. You have to fight him. What do you do? And then I guess you could say, oh, I throw my helmet at him. So you have to roll like a, a dice. Uh, to see if you hit him with your helmet, you know, you can just come up with anything, you know, in actuality, that sounds pretty fucking cool, <laughs> just as I'm talking about that, why can't they make a video game like that, you just come up with anything you want and see if it works, yeah, nah, we're good at just keep recreating the same thing, Assassin's Creed's Origins, but yeah, how many Assassin's Creed's games they got, you know, how many iPhones they got, they just keep coming out with them iPhone 1, 2, 3, 10. A little bit improvements. They don't really do much when they improve things nowadays. They got the uh, iPhone X. Nothing new. It's just uh, bigger. <laughs> it's screen. It's bigger. You got your Galaxy S9 now coming out. Uh, what does it do? It's bigger. It costs more. It's pretty much all I see. You know, when you went from the cell phone where it's a flip phone to, like, an iPhone where you could, like, I don't know, go online, that was an evolution of a phone. Evolution takes time, man. They just keep coming out with these iterations of phones that just keep doing the same thing, but just a little bit better. But, yet I can't have a phone call in my bathroom, you know. You know, I go into, like, 
the forest or something like that, I'm done being chased by some guy with a chainsaw or something like that. But my cell phone won't work. That's what really matters. So it's, it's those things in life that matter. <laughs> you know, I remember... I remember when I read a news story about this lady who made a battery that can last uh, like 10 lifetimes or forever almost. And I'm like, oh, that's cool, man. If, if you have a battery like that, how come my cell phone runs out of power after a day or two? And that news was a year ago. <laughs> so here are my thoughts on what happened. Some company bought the rights to that thing and then put it away. And they're like, yeah, man. Some coalition came together and were like, hey, man, we can't have this lady come out with this battery because we need to still, we need to make money off these people. We need them to buy the next phone or whatever. Because if you really had a phone that lasted forever, I mean, then why would you, like, charge-wise, then why would you buy another phone? You'd be less inclined to buy another phone. You know, of course you would have the uh, the religious people. I, I mean, the, the cultists. I mean, the, the people who buy iPhones. You know, they, they go, oh, the iPhone 9, what's new about it? It's a 9, you know. You know, those people, they'll keep buying phones, but they're, like, not the majority, you know. Most people just buy whatever the other people buy. So if you have, like, five people who are just cultists, they buy it, you know, you need to buy a phone. And all you know is, like, oh, yeah, man, those guys bought the fucking phone. That's good. I'll buy that phone, too. But if you had a, a thing in which the phone lasted forever, you got all these other people that just buy the phone because they, they get what's hip. And uh, there's not as many as the, I, I would think the people who just buy phones just buy them. You know, I need a new phone. Once you get that phone, right, I'm good. The only reason I bought a new phone is because my other phone broke. That's the only reason. I bet that is way more amount of people than the people who buy phones on the fly. Oh, yeah. It's been two months. Got to buy a new phone. That's a weird thing, changing out a phone. Especially when it's like a grand. What a joke. You know, like, a computer costs about a grand. Like, I bought one, like, ten years ago. <laughs> like, damn. Imagine buying this computer every fucking year. I mean, damn. So, in closing, this was just a an experiment of, you know, riffing and creating a podcast and you know, talking about the finer things in life. And uh, I got to come up with like an intro song and an outro song. So I'll be testing that out. Well, if you have any ideas, you can create like an MP3 and send it to me. But that would suck though because you could screw me over and create some kind of a, uh, we'll, we'll put immigrant song in there and he, no one will ever know. <laughs> and then I would be dumb enough to, you know, get that. That would suck. That would suck. So, I want you guys to email me back, if you can, if you want. If you want to email me back, that's cool. But if you do, you have thoughts about what you think about my podcast and what more I can do, email me at podcastforme at 
gmail.com. You know what? I was going to end it. But I wanted to talk about something else. I wanted to talk about anime. Because that's something I'm into too. Let's see if I can pull a win out of this. Now, the cool thing about anime and what anime is, is, uh, well, traditional, was uh, Japanese people making these cartoons. And back in the day, they couldn't make these big movies like America could. But they could make stories. They could draw really good. So they made these big productions on, like, cartoons. And you got, you got, uh, you got tropes, of course. What that is is just, uh, you got, uh... Uh, character dynamics like uh, you got the the guy the loner with the sword or you got your guy with the gun you got the brooding guy you know a lot of the heroes are brooding or super extreme it's like you don't have anyone in between nowadays when it comes to anime you got oh man life sucks so bad it's like a popular one with sword art online where the hero is stuck in a video game of death which he didn't know he just went in there to play and turns out to game of death and just fight his way out doesn't that sound cool you know i like that anime pretty good but there's a lot of stupidness in it too i think it would have been a i think it would be a better tv show and in, in which uh it, it would be pretty cool because this, you got this guy who he just plays video games right and, and they got the and vr i guess that's a thing <laughs> and uh he jumps into this game called Sword Art Online, and he plays the day. He, he was a beta tester. He played it. He loved it, you know? And beta tester means you got to play it early and then only up to a certain level. But after that, you know, the real game came out. So he comes in on the game uh, day one, right? And he's playing around, and he knows more than the average bear because he played earlier. And... There he is playing. It's fun. It's not like a. It's like a like a role playing game. You know, you get you have swords and guns and stuff, but you have no job class or any magic. Everything's a skill. Like uh, throw a rock real fast. Whoosh, you know that kind of thing. And he's in the he's in the game, and then he's like, and then all of a sudden at the very end of the game, he's like he's trying to log out. He's like, hey, yeah, I need to get out of this thing. You know, it's cool. You know, and turns out you know he can't get out. And it turns out the creator created this game to get a bunch of people in it, and uh, that's it. If they try to leave, they die. Someone tries to disconnect them, they die, and that's it. And if they die in the game, they die. So everything's die, die, die. And it's cool because they really could explore a lot of the other aspects of this. Of I think I think America, if they made this into a TV show, could really explore a lot of the aspects of that. So you've got like I think it was ten thousand people that were playing, right? I think they should have grew those numbers, but whatever. 10,000 works. So 10,000 people are playing. You've got him, main character, and he wanted to play. you got a couple other people. And, like, when I was talking about the iPhone thing, you got you got, uh, you got uh, people who just wanted to play just because other people were playing. So here you are, not a non-gamer. You know, you've never played these games before. You're in like some kind of virtual reality. Oh, this is pretty cool. You're just trying it out. Just trying it out, and you can't get out. And you, if you die, you die. <laughs> and you're in this, like, game where you don't understand anything. And, uh, yeah, yeah, that would be terrible. And, and the psychological damage of that. And then you got kids playing it, too. You got, like, with, like there probably was an age rating. But you know there's some kids that were playing it. They didn't know what was going on. So they jumped in. And they can't get out. So you got, like, an 8-year-old stuck. You know? Just 
stuck <laughs> inside of a game of death. Like, oh, that's terrible. And so you got all these people of different kind of, like, mostly gamers, but you got other people who are not gamers at all. They're just stuck in there. And what, what do you do with those people, you know? What are they going to do, play? Well, if they play, they die. Like, like, I guess the only safe areas were the towns, and that's cool, you know? So you just stay in a town. Oh, can you imagine that? You're just stuck in these towns. And, you know, like, if you wander outside the town, you get killed by, like, a little pig <laughs> or something like that or a goblin. That's terrifying. So the main character, he, he is brooding, you know? He's like, eh, life sucks, I'm stuck in this game. You know, but, like, he's quick to think. He's like, you know what? I'm in this video game. I better level up and do all these quests so I can uh, get stronger. Cause, and I don't, I don't understand... Well, I guess he wants to get stronger before everyone else because, so there's a, if you do a quest, you get more experience, and if you get more experience, you get stronger, but if someone else does a quest, yeah, so I think, yeah, he did that as a selfish thing, so he wanted to get strong as fast as he could because I guess there's a limited amount of things you could do to get stronger fast, so he's trying to get out of that game as fast as he could. There's other people playing uh, just for fun. They just so happen to be good at it, and that's that's pretty much the game. So it's a hundred levels of this game. So each level's like a map, like you know you got trees and everything. It looks like a, like a world almost. There's a hundred levels of this. So you have to like defeat the level boss, you know, to get further up. And this big tower called Card or whatever. And uh, you, I mean, the, of course, the boss is really hardcore, and he could kill you. And um, I mean, like, you gotta watch the anime. It's pretty good. I mean, there's a lot of goofiness in it, you know, but if they took a real serious tone with it, I think that would have been a really good TV show. You know, I mean, it... Oh God, it would have been so good. Wasted talent. It's a lot of anime that would have been really good TV shows, but wasted. Just wasted as an anime, you know? And they'll never get recognition for it, you know? I'm pretty sure that... Um, movie movie people are going to finally get into that and start tapping these stories kind of like the uh marvel universe you know you got the uh comic book uh, surge everyone's trying to make movies out of comic books because that's like the new thing back in the day westerns today it's comic books i mean so eventually someone's going to tap these anime and uh make a Make movies out of them. It's gonna be kind of hard though. Some of them are pretty. They only work as anime. Like Naruto. Naruto is really good. Like in the beginning, where you got this kid who really needs to, like, work hard and, you know, like he he's goofy and he sucks. He's not really good at being a ninja and he wants to be the number one ninja. And I mean, like that. You know, the way he acts, his character is so goofy. I think it only works in anime, you know, because you, you got Rocky, and he's, like, real poor, and uh, he gets a chance, and he, and he becomes top dog, and that works. But with Naruto here, he's a failure, and he tries to work really hard to become top dog. Although he does become top dog, it just, I mean, I can't see the American audience being like, for this guy oh yeah this guy's so cool because he's screaming and laughing and farting and turning into a bunch of girls or something like that i don't know about ghost of shell they made ghost of shell the movie but that's a that's a, i think that would have been a better tv show than anything 
because that's a real heady kind of uh, um, show. I mean, like, I mean, there's a lot of smart talk and I don't know, man, science fiction. Like, the stories are very deep. I think it needs time. I don't think you can do a two-hour movie and make that uh, be just because, like, I mean, some stories do take time. They just take time to, to unfold. When you have two hours, this is too much, too much, too soon, you know. You know, one good anime they got going on here is the, um, I just saw it. Where is it at? Oh, Attack on Titan. Oh, man, dude. Now that is a great anime in all levels, in all respects. You got characters and you got some goofiness, but it's not that bad. It's just not that bad in goofiness. And then in, in like, just like in classic zombies, they got, they got Titans and they're like, instead of zombies, they're huge people that have their androgynous too they got no private parts which makes it awesome they're just goofy looking and some are creepy and it's cool like how they they just eat you that's what they do that's all they do they're giants that eat you that is it plain and simple and then you got you got this weird cool dynamic where they wear these armor like this like uh, this outfit that kind of um what it does is uh how do I explain this? It, it, it's like Spider-Man. It, it's, it's, they're called the 3D maneuvering gear. It's like they it, it spits out these hook shots. It's like they, they're like little mini Batman. They, they, they spit these hook shots out, like these, these wires and cables come out of them, and they climb walls and climb the, the giants and cut the back of their neck. That's the only way to kill them is cut the back of their neck. The cool thing about these these giants is like they regrow body parts and they can't be killed by normal means. The only way to kill them is to cut the back of their neck, and that is just crazy onto itself. And they got crazy stories in, intertwined, and the characters are pretty cool. Like like when you first watch it, you're like, oh man, these characters are cool, and then they start to die, and you're like, what? Kind of like Walking Dead. I mean, when you first watch a show, you don't know who's gonna live. Who's going to die? And that's the beauty of The Walking Dead back in the day. Now it sucks. But, like, I mean, you got to, I got, I mean, ah, man, Attack of Titan would be great if that was a TV show. It'd be hard. I don't know. I don't, yeah, it'd, be, it'd be a good show. I think, it, I think they could do that. AMC needs to get themselves Attack on Titan. It's literally Walking Dead with giants. Oh, yeah, the entire world's trapped behind this wall. Or whatever, how many people. It'd be hard because it's a very stunning, artistic. Uh, that's my dog. It's walking around, making noise. Well, my dog's telling me we should just end this because that dog gets crazy. So once again, I went on a tirade with anime. Should have led with that maybe. But w whatever. Give me your thoughts. Tell me if you like Attack on Titan. <laughs> or if you like the news. You, you a Trump fanatic? Let's talk. So email me at podcastforme at gmail.com. And I got a PayPal account. Anyways. Laters. Got to figure out how to turn this thing off there.